All right. Uh, you guys ready? Yes. I'll I'll kick us off. Okay. Football plan. Wait, let me take a piss real quick. <laughs> I gotta take a piss. <laughs> All right, yeah. Do anything that you need to do before we start recording. Do it now. Please, before the movie, would you please take care of anything you need? You silence yourself. Don't forget to silence yourself. <laughs> well, you got a flag down. Side. Everyone but the center. Offense. Welcome to the very first episode of Oof Sides. I don't know how to do this intro, so I'm just going to kick it off. I'm your host, uh, your resident Cowboys fan, Matthew Steelman. We got our resident fucking Jaguars fan, Garrett. That's your cue. All right, sick. We got our <laughs> we got our Vikings fan, Jesse. So. <laughs> And our resident Bills Mafia member, Jack Healy. Go Bills. <laughs> this is the worst fucking start to a podcast anybody's Absolutely. ever Absolutely. Uh, it is almost motherfucking football season, everybody. Yeah. I, I cannot wait. Isn't it a week away, right? I think it's it's uh, kickoff oh, wait, is on two the weeks. Yeah, so we got, we got a week and a half. So, uh, yeah, so... Man. It's been a fucking wild off season. There's yeah. some stuff has happened. Yeah. <laughs> as we've seen. Stuff, yeah. yeah. So uh we are coming to you live from quarantine. Uh in theory there will be football in about a week and a half, but uh Yeah, no, COVID's gonna have a massive uh upswing and there'll be millions uh and millions. Especially and uh yeah. Just to jump right into things, the fact that Everything. fucking Jerry Jones is already like, "Oh no, we're gonna have." Oh things. yeah, it's like, uh-huh. good, good job. Of course, I knew it'd be well, like the Cowboys would do it. Oh yeah, same well, like of all the teams to do it, the Cowboys is not oh, tough. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like, so. yeah, I couldn't think of another team that'd do it. Maybe like the Giants, but I don't think the Giants are dumb enough. I was I, near, but they don't have fans. I was gonna say, yeah, actually, that's a good one. I was gonna yeah. say probably the Jets. The because Jets. the Jets but had a quarterback catch mono last year. Yeah, but you're implying that there's that many Jets fans who actively want to show up. That is true. Yeah, that is true. They all kind of hate themselves, I think. Actually, now that we think about it, it's probably Cleveland. Oh, yeah, uh, maybe. Cleveland. Maybe. So. Anyway, yeah. we're heading into a new season of football. Uh we're going to put all the dumb bullshit that's happened in the world uh, recently in the back mirror, and we're going to uh, watch some people fuck each other up for money. Yay. CTE. Yep. The thing I am looking forward to the most about this season, though, is the the bigger playoff field. I don't even... I didn't even read that, honestly. So <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, so basically to jump into it... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. There's now seven teams from each conference going into playoffs, so there's a third wild card. Only one team gets a first round bye, and then next oh. season is they're expanding the regular season to 17 games. Um, yeah, so, yeah. for example, last year the Steelers would have made the playoffs under that format, and uh, it actually kind of freaked me out when we did our, uh, our playoff predictor stuff because it ended up giving me three wild cards, and I was like, doesn't that come in until next year? And it doesn't, and I was just wrong and stupid. So true anyway that's the big major uh rule change of the season there's also uh the pass interference reviewal rule is now gone which uh, a lot of people believe that 
basically the officials just refused to overturn anything to sabotage that rule to begin with. So kind of a predictable failure on that. Now, Jesse, you are a noted hater of the saints, the main team that pushed (laughs) through that rule change. Do you have any strong opinions on this? (laughs) 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 Well put. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And much, the the only other real um rule change they made was so last year when you had Bill Belichick kept committing like multiple dead ball fouls in a row to oh, yes. time off the clock and then the Titans oh, did it to him back. So they they patched up that um that loophole in the rule book so you can't oh. do that anymore. Oh, that's so. sad. That was the best bit of like Delicious irony is when the Titans use that against Belichick in the playoffs. <laughs> Belichick was fucking pissed, and it was the funniest. I think shit also ever. The, I, I missed my introduction, oh my Lord. but the funny thing <laughs> yeah, about that too obviously. was is that um, the Patriots turned around and gave themselves a neutral zone infraction right after both those two. <laughs> yep. So you had a third penalty that allowed time to be drawn out. So it was quite humorous. Uh, yeah, good times. Very good. So, Yep, so here's to hoping that uh, officials are held more accountable for their dumb calls that they make. But they aren't. Really no, no. Officials in sports, there's no consistency. No. That, yeah, to get on a quick tangent, and Jack uh, knows what I'm talking about, is like the NHL playoffs are fucking awesome, but the officiating yeah. is so bad at times. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Let's get into the other big thing of the uh, offseason is we had a ridiculous quarterback carousel this season. Yeah. We did. Oh, absolutely. It was a little wild. A little, yeah. little crazy. You kind of had a – at one point, you had a three-way triangle of, like, teams, like, giving each other quarterbacks, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, with different signings and stuff. <laughs> You had uh, you had Bridgewater go over um, from the backup of the Saints to taking a full time quarterback job uh, for the Panthers this season, which will be interesting yeah. to see. I'm um, hoping he does well. I'm, I'm really hoping, hoping it. Oh yeah, I'm hoping so too, man. Although he's kind of on the hot seat because this is all determines if uh, yeah, if this is what they roll with or not. So yeah, the the only downside to that is the the Panthers are kind of like a directionless ship right now since Cam Newton yeah. is now gone from that team. So who knows how good the team around Teddy's going to be. Yeah. So, I hope he's successful, though, because Teddy Bridgewater is a yeah. fucking awesome dude. Yeah, he's, I love Teddy. he's great. As, yeah. as a Vikings fan, he's one of the more yeah. good young Yeah. Um, yeah the, uh, the NFC South did a lot of quarterback trading this season because we had yeah. uh, Teddy Bridgewater go from the Saints to the Panthers, and now we have Jameis Winston getting released from the Buccaneers and is now backing up in uh, New Orleans. So, yeah. which now I'm hoping that we get to see him throw a pick six <laughs> against the Buccaneers. So, <laughs> that would be I, poetic. I bet I you James Winston by the end of his career will have thrown a pick six to every single team in the league. Oh, I, I hope, I hope he goes for more 30, 30 seasons. 30 oh, for 30. Dude, no, he's going to go for 40, 40. Oh, like he's, he's no, gonna just crank it up. 50. Yeah. He's going to look at what Mahomes did a couple seasons ago where he hit 50 touchdowns, and he was like, yeah. I can top that shit. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, he's going to throw like seven touchdowns and six interceptions per game. Type I, yeah. My mind cannot is boggled by fucking 30 uh, touchdowns and 30 interceptions. 
Like, <laughs> god damn. That is insane. Not to mention that the season literally ended on the 30th interception being an overtime game losing <laughs> oh pick six. God. Wasn't, that, wasn't that against the Falcons? Yep. So yeah. James Winston's first career pass attempts or first and last pass attempts as a Buccaneer were both pick sixes. Oh my. All right. Imitates life. True. Uh, other notable quarterback moves. Uh, the Jaguars got out of a, uh, a bad deal that they made. Although I was one of the people parading in this good deal by trading the man, the myth, the legend, big dick, Nick Foles to the bears. Yeah. They, Which, that was, I knew that contract was absolutely awful from the beginning. Yeah. Well, and the and the Jaguars have had two back to back contracts with quarterbacks where they've had something go wrong. They signed an extension yeah. with Bortles a couple years ago that fell through in half a season. Um, oh, and Bortles. Foles fell through in Week One. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the Bortles mean, one was especially crazy because they signed him to this big extension and then literally like let all of their receiving talent go. So it was yeah. just like him and fucking Leonard Fournette. And just yeah, they let Robinson go to, to the Bears through that whole thing. Yeah. So we'll see. That's a pretty Bears move because the Bears have, outside of maybe the Browns, like the worst quarterback. Oh, actually, no, the Jets are probably up there too. But they have like the worst quarterback history in yeah. the NFL. Like more terrible quarterbacks have played for the Bears than probably just about anybody else. Well, so, and I don't think Nick Foles is terrible, but like yeah, that Nick is Foles, such a Bears move. Yeah. Nick Foles isn't a terrible quarterback, but he's not like Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think Nick Foles will he'll do good with he'll the team. He'll do good. He'll do better than Trubisky, that's for sure. I mean everything every anyone I think, will do better than him. I think he'll carry the yeah. Bears maybe an eight and eight season. Yeah. yeah. That depends on so. if he ends up starting because the Bears invested so much in, in Trubisky. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I want to go on a quick tangent here. The fact the 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 Bears drafting Mitch Trubisky is so hilarious to me, and nobody ever mentions this. So they, everybody always goes, oh, yeah, they traded up to get him. Nobody mm -hmm. ever mentions that they tr pointlessly traded up to get him. Yeah. Because the 49ers were drafting second, and the 49ers were not going to take Trubisky. Yeah. They didn't want a quarterback because um, I don't they know. They didn't have Garoppolo. They got Garoppolo at the know. end of that season. But oh, they were building defensively because all of their defensive talent left over the offseason. And so the Bears, who were in third, would have literally gotten Trubisky, gave up like three or four picks to the 49ers to move up one spot to draft the guy they could have already gotten. Oh, the Bears are so stupid. I love it. It is insane. Yeah. Mm. So, good times. Yeah, I think we probably continue the quarterback carousel part with probably the biggest quarterback change is Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I was kind of building up to that because I was going to make a joke. I'm like, oh, yeah, some old guy fucking went to Tampa or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is a move that I don't think any of us ever thought we were going to see in our lifetime is yeah. like the winningest quarterback of all time leaving. So to fucking Tampa Bay, though. Yeah. Out of all the teams, fucking Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, what people. People when they retire, they go to Florida. So That's a just, good point. When they get old, just, considering like, considering that that whole team is just talents from 2015, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, because uh, I'm going to be honest, I don't, I don't think they're going to have that good of a record. Maybe o over 500, like a nine and six. I feel like they could have a really hit in this season. Too, I don't know. We're based on 
What because you- last season with the Patriots, uh, Brady was carried by the defense most totally, of the games. Yeah. So, I mean, has he yeah. done a lot of things to career? Yes, but now he's coming to the end of the road, and we're going to see if he can hold up with a, a stellar yeah. receiving core down in Tampa. Yeah, that's yeah. the 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 thing that's hardest to read about that because outside of James Winston, that Tampa team was stacked, like with talent sure. last year. So it's like it, you imagine just having a quarterback that doesn't give up the ball 30 times a season, how much that's going to change their fortunes. Like they easily could have gone 11 and five. If Winston wasn't giving up the ball two or three times a game. Absolutely. But I don't know. Uh, Some other notable moves, obviously uh, another future hall of famer, Philip rivers leaving the chargers after what about 13 years? No, uh, 16 years. Actually, I was off by a few going to the Colts. I think that's a pretty good move. So we, it's so weird. Smart move. I, I'd say it's a pretty smart move. Yeah. Yeah, Rivers it's gonna be weird okay. to see Rivers in a different uniform, but yeah, I think him going to the Colts is best case scenario. Yeah. Unless yeah. the Colts ruin him. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think it could be. Way, I mean, but... he'll have maybe one or two seasons over there before he retires, but I think he can get some stuff done. Yeah, the Colts okay. since Andrew Luck retired, like that was a team that was that's built to win right now. And literally all they're missing is a quarterback. Yeah. So I think r- bringing in a guy who's proven like that, um, bringing him for a couple seasons, I think it's a good deal. So I'm excited to see that. And yeah. I mean, Phillip rivers is like one of the best quarterbacks to never make it to a super bowl. So and I think it, and it doesn't quite hurt the chargers because they drafted a pretty good quarterback with Justin Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Shit, we need to talk about the draft. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about the draft. It's yeah. so fucking long ago. I already <laughs> yeah. forgot about it. Yeah. Um, to wrap up, though, the quarterback carousel, um, there's two other ones that I wanted to mention. Um, Andy Dalton, finally freed from the Bengals, oh, yeah. is now going to back up in Dallas. And as somebody <laughs> who used to be a really diehard Bengals fan, they were like my number two team. Uh, I like that move. I've always liked Andy Dalton. I don't know if I think he's a super bowl winning quarterback but he is the he is the baseline for a quarterback like andy dalton he is exactly average he is a perfectly balanced quarterback that is very accurate yeah very the 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 term they use a lot on nfl network is the dalton line which is basically like wherever andy dalton is on stats if you're above him you're good and if you're below him you're bad so so now we'll finally see hey is Dak prescott good or not so yeah and then finally I've actually been saving this one for a day or two. <laughs> Joe Flacco in the offseason joins the New York Jets. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know about that one. We <laughs> got a lot of interesting quarterbacks that have been going to the second screen over the oh, wait, last we couple haven't weeks. Even, have we talked Ooh. about Cam Newton to the yeah, Patriots? No, we oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we talked about Joe Flacco. Just, like, Cam what the biggest ones? What the fuck? Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, you and, mentioned and Jeff Newton, but you didn't mention where he's going. Yeah, yeah. I fucking forgot. It's I'm looking at my spreadsheet and I have it like cropped so I can only see the AFC teams right now. Yeah. I totally forgot about Cam Newton. Oh my god. Yeah, and then probably the biggest or second biggest move is Cam Newton to the goddamn New England Patriots. And uh, yeah. when I mention this, I also want to mention that when we do our playoff predictor stuff later in the show. All of mm-hmm. us made our predictions before that move happened. Yeah. So 
<laughs> Give oh, or yeah. take a few wins. <laughs> not very pretty. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought about redoing mine, but I was like, fuck it. Uh, I'm sticking. Yeah. yeah and it'll be funnier to see how wrong it is at the end. Oh, of the yeah. So. Absolutely. So, oh, I almost forgot another one. Case Keenum joined the Browns as a backup. Oh, yeah. So. And, uh, Mariota joined the Raiders. Yep, Mariota yeah. to the Raiders. Oh, oh geez, yeah. I also forgot another quarterback carousel thing, just to make Garrett more upset. Uh, the oh. Jaguars' backup quarterback is now Mike Glennon. Oh, Mike Glennon. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we're going to see how that goes. I'll talk about that a little bit more later on. But uh... yeah. Mike Glennon is one of the most bizarre quarterbacks I've ever seen. Not just because the way he looks, but yeah, that's um, true. it's so weird goal. because when he used to play for the Bucks in his like first two seasons, he would have games where he would just ball the fuck out and everybody would be like, oh, damn, Mike Glennon, he's kind of good. And then he'd have games like last season when the Raiders played the Jets where he fumbles two of his first three snaps. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's just so Mike. like there's some major breakdown in communication between his brain and his body on how to play yeah. football. Sometimes. Mike Glennon looks like um, a pencil. He's like that that gif of when Drew Brees gets hit and his neck stretches out. Yeah. He's like that, <laughs> yeah, that but all too. the time. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm gonna highlight some of the uh, other things that we haven't gotten to quarterback wise. Ryan Tannehill got signed to a four year extension with the Titans after his um, outstanding performance last season. Kyle Allen, who was taking over for the Panthers last season, got traded to the Washington football team, which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that pretty much covers all the uh, rest of the quarterback situation. Yeah. Right. And. If we want to alley-oop this into just general uh, free agency stuff, I actually wrote down some really interesting ones. Mm -hmm. uh, starting with, alphabetically, uh, the Arizona Cardinals getting the better end of one of the most bizarre trades we've ever seen. When Bill O'Brien oh. traded DeAndre Hopkins, quite possibly the best wide receiver in the NFL right now, uh, and a fourth-round pick for running back David Johnson and a second-round pick. An awful deal. That is the most atrocious thing. That's uh, the most atrocious trade I've heard in so long. Like, for, holy fuck. For a somewhat washed-up running back, you just gave the best receiver in the league, the Kyler Murray. To a, for a running back that hasn't been healthy in two years and hasn't had a good year really since, what, 2016? Yeah, I just want to. I know oh, how much we're talking crap about the Texans on this deal, but man, for the Cardinals to get this deal to work out and get him, oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, we got the young quarterback Kyler Murray now, and with him in his second year, he could have a chance to explode, especially with Hopkins now in the field. Oh, oh, yeah. The, the Cardinals definitely too. turned off the realistic trade option in Madden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah Dude, it was imagine being kyler murray you're a second year quarterback and you have fucking larry fitzgerald on one side aka doesn't he he has what more passes defense or more tackles than like dropped passes in his career yeah. something like yeah. that and then he's yeah. got the other probably most talented receiver in this era of deandre hopkins on the other side just like that Shoot. offense is gonna be fucking insane this year oh yeah even their defense is pretty fucking good too. Yeah, that team's gonna be pretty. They're fucking... gonna be a dark horse, but I mean, I, oh, yeah. I think they'll get something like nine wins. 
Yeah. Maybe 10. I mean, they're in a rough division, but they can definitely snipe oh, a yeah. wild card spot. Yeah, the NFC West is going to be stacked this season. Oh, yeah. And then you got the Rams. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's honestly funny that you bring them up because in my, when I was writing down a bunch of free agency uh, notes, I have nothing on the Rams. Yeah. Literally all they picked up was like offensive linemen. So, which is probably their biggest need. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Other notable moves the Falcons signed Todd Gurley to a one year deal um, to replace. I've already forgotten the dude dude he's replacing. Um, Was it Ido Smith? Oh my God! What was the name of the running back for the Falcons? Oh, uh, was it Devonta Freeman or something? Devon, I don't know. Who, was it Freeman? Was it, I, I honestly can't tell you because I, I haven't paid attention. To the Matthew, put it up on screen. I can't remember what it is. Uh, anyway, I'll remember it later. I don't watch the fucking Falcons. The fuck? Yeah. Uh, other deals. Uh, this is a deal I really liked. That was a steal. The Ravens traded for Calais Campbell. So. Yeah, another highlight of. Uh, the Jaguars trading away one of their better <laughs> defensive players for um, a, what was it again? What round draft pick? They traded him uh, for a fourth, fourth for round? a f- for a fifth round. Oh, pick. fifth round! So it's not even as good as <laughs> I thought it was. The so, heart and soul of that defense. A pro bowler. Yeah. From last year, the Calais Campbell. I I wouldn't have fucking given up anything less than a third or a second, dude. I mean, but was it even if not that great? The the like the locker room presence of Calais Campbell is worth it. Yeah, he he made that defense what it was. And I mean, when you had Ramsey there too and a bunch of other guys uh, yeah. over the last couple of years. Uh, yesterday, Jags just traded away someone who's the Vikings. Oh, yeah, and that's another uh, offseason trade that has gone on here for draft picks as well. Um, they traded away Unique Ngakwe to the Oh, yeah, Vikings. Yannick Ngakwe, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's that also they've been struggling with them and uh, they franchise tagged him, but he didn't want to be on the team anymore. So Nagakwe fired his agent, <laughs> hired a new one. And now the Jaguars saw that he didn't come to training camp. So they offered him up for trade and that's what happened. So, yeah, Garrett, all I just want to say is I'm sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a rough year for this team. Uh, yeah, the yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. Be a rough. I, I've never there. seen a team come unglued at the seams that fast, yeah. dude. It's, it, just, it, it bummed me out because I was like, I liked that 2017 Jaguars team. Oh, they were such a. I I I could not say the same because. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, they did beat the Bills. Fucking Bortles, but that's the best part. <laughs> You got outran by Blake Bortles. Shut the fuck up. We had fucking. <laughs> 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 Poser um, mad here on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, and another to make, to make Jack a little happier. The Vikings gave Stefan Diggs up to the Bills. Yep, yeah, I was just about oh, to yeah. alley oop into that. Um, that. That was an even trade. That was a good yeah, trade. Very yeah. good deal by us because yeah. we did not want to be at the Vikings anymore. Yeah. It was obvious. Yeah. It's a smart, a smart option, and we got yeah. a replacement for him. Yeah, it was. It, you know, we got a first, and what else did you get? A first, fifth, and sixth round pick in 2020, and yeah. a 2021 fourth round pick. Yeah, but that's a, that's a pretty lopsided. And yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a trade. I think that both teams win because Stefan, yeah. like the biggest thing lacking oh, from yeah. the Bills was a deep threat. Other than we, Josh we Allen needed, but yeah, the, yeah. The, but Josh Allen has worked on his accuracy a lot more 
this offseason. Yeah. So he's going to be a lot better, I'd say. Yeah, and I've heard I've heard that, a lot of people compare him to like early John Elway. Yeah, because John and we all know what he went on to do. Yeah, and the Bills last season had basically no one. They had John Brown, and that's it for a receiver. Yeah, and like short ass white Cole Beasley. Yeah, and they'd be just like dropping passes left and right. And yeah, Garrett, did you have something to say? I was just going to say that the Vikings managed to get a first round pick and out of the two deals, two or three all-star deals, the Jags made, they got none. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, they really did get a fair trade out of that. I mean, Oh yeah. For digs. So yeah. The, uh, the other big signing that uh, Buffalo made was they signed Josh Norman. So yeah, they got a, another proven cornerback uh, to really stack that already stacked defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, mm-hmm. uh, move that I got excited about is uh raw the sun god Robbie Anderson uh, now signed with the Panthers for a two-year 20 million dollar deal so we could see Robbie Anderson's crazy ass hair down in the south yes. I'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. uh any, let's see other big moves we had the Browns picking up Austin Hooper which is a deal I like even more receiving talent for that team um as well as Jack Conklin to try to fix that horrible offensive line that crippled the whole team. Yeah. Um, the only thing that crippled that whole team, but yeah, well, one of the many, that was like the base. Yeah. Thing of it was that, uh, Freddie kitchens forgot. He didn't have a good offensive line. He was like, let's just make fucking Baker Mayfield stand in the pocket for three seconds. Oh, what? He can't complete a pass. Cause he's getting his ass rocked every play. <laughs> so, uh, the Broncos signed AJ Bouye from the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> acquired in a trade. Uh, and they also picked up Melvin Gordon from the Chargers. So fuck yeah, Melvin Gordon. Wow, yeah, Melvin Gordon. Wow. Also with the Bears um on their offseason shenanigans uh, that we've already talked about, they managed to pick up two pieces of um for their offense, Ted Ginn Jr. from uh New Orleans on a one-year deal, and they also picked up Jimmy Graham from the Packers for a two. Hey, did you guys know that Jimmy Graham plays basketball? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's Dude, wild. I get so when I was putting together this list, I had I had to write down a thing for Jimmy Graham and um, oh my god, I've already forgotten his name. Um, who was the longtime tight end for the uh, the Packers? Greg something because his name Greg Olson. Yeah, I always get yeah. Greg Olson and Jimmy Graham confused. Like I think they're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. So, yeah, so we'll see. More talent around uh, Mitch Trubisky. Mm. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's go down further down the list here. Um, the Lions, I only wrote these down because they got two of the best names in the NFL. They got wide receiver Geronimo Allison and offensive tackle Halapulu Vati Vaitai. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh. Um. And going off of what we were saying earlier about the DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins trade, the Texans signed Randall Cobb, a.k.a. budget older DeAndre Hopkins. So in replacement of Hopkins. Yeah. uh, Anything they sign unless you get like prime Randy Moss is going to look like a downgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Let's see. The Raiders signed Nelson Aguilar, so that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's, it's going to be funny. 
Uh, Watch funny. John Gruden yell at him for dropping passes all the time. Yeah. No. Yep. They also got another really good name in Prince of Mucamara. And uh, for some reason, signed old ass Jason Witten. So, really? Yeah. Right. To a one year, $4 million deal. Yeah. So up until that, like, and I love Jason Witten. I'm, as we know, I'm a Cowboys fan. And like, Jason Witten's one of my all time favorite players, but he is fucking washed up. <laughs> um, the Vikings saying, God, I cannot speak today. The Vikings signed Dan Bailey. Uh, get a new kicker in there, which was kind of cool. Oh, we re-signed Bailey. Oh, that's right. Read that wrong. We had him last year. I miss Dan Bailey on the Cowboys. Uh, um, you can have uh, I, I was just going to say, because this is a team we haven't talked about yet, but the Miami Dolphins um, picked up two, in, uh, picked up actually a couple of running backs here. Um, Matt Radia from the 49ers. They picked him up via trade. And then they uh, got Jordan Howard as well from the Eagles um, on a two-year deal. So that'll be interesting to see as they're uh, two running backs in their backfield. Didn't they get Brita for like a fifth-round pick? Yeah, for a fifth-round yeah, pick. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that'd be a good deal there, yeah. Um, Malcolm Jenkins, the uh, Pro Bowl safety for the the Eagles has signed with the Saints for a four-year deal. I like that move a lot. I think Malcolm Jenks is pretty fucking awesome. Um, Colt McCoy went to the Giants, so I think that's pretty cool. He's finally freed from Washington. I love Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy is the perfect like quarterback name, but that's a quarterback who needs to play in Texas. True. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, to go along with uh, old people on the Jets, the Jets also signed Frank Gore to a one-year deal. Let's go. Yeah. Frank Gore is still alive. Is is Le'Veon Bell still there? Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, I think he's, I don't know how long his deal is, but he should be there for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they get something out of him because <laughs> listening to people complain about it, it's like, oh, yeah, you have Le'Veon Bell, who's one of the most elusive running backs. Let's run him up the gut every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Uh, uh, further deals. The Steelers picked up Derek Watt, uh, TJ Watts, and JJ Watts' brother. So now they have two Watt brothers on the Steelers. He's a fullback. Although it bums me out that he's not DJ Watt, so they don't all match. That'd be um, a very confusing a uh, way to give out like Christmas presents and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> DJ, JJ, and TJ. Yeah, I think they made Imagine a having DJ and TJ that. on the same team. Oh god! They, 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 about that, yeah. yeah, they literally made a subway commercial about that. That's hilarious. I forgot about oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the 49ers got the disgruntled Washington offensive tackle Trent Williams for a fifth round pick yeah. and a 2021 third rounder. I wanted the Browns to get him because he's awesome. True. Um, but yeah, more reinforcement for a really good offensive line last season. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting the obviously the steal of free agency. Uh, Blaine Gabbert resigning for oh, one year yeah. deal to back oh, up yeah. some oh. retired guy. Mm, Definitely yeah, the best quarterback the acquisition of the season for the Buccaneers. Of course. Um, they signed. How do we what, go? Oh, sorry. What was that? I was about to say, how do we go this whole entire time with Brady conversation and not talk about Gronkowski and LaShawn uh, McCoy. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy signing a one-year deal and Rob Gronkowski traded to the the Buccaneers for a fourth-round pick. What I love most about this was when that was announced, 
everybody was like, oh, Gronk's going to suck. He, he's old and he's washed up. And I was like, are we just going to ignore the fact that Bill Belichick traded a retired player for a draft pick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Gronkowski had to drop the 24-7 title. Uh, and did we go to the bucket? Yep, it's all about sacrifices. Isn't he not even over 30 yet? I don't know if he is. Uh, yeah. Gronk- oh, yeah, I don't think Gronkowski's over 30. He's probably like at oldest, 31. He just gets hurt a lot. This is probably. Yeah. Um, and then the final kind he of. Thirty-one years old. He's what? He is thirty-one years old. Okay, so I was right on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the final kind of big name acquisition is Washington acquires Kyle Allen from the Carolina Panthers for a fifth-round pick. I think Kyle Allen's decent. I don't know if he's yeah. anything special, but good backup. So yeah. yeah. That's some of the uh, important. Um. Pretty interesting moves. Yeah. Do we want to move into the draft? Unless you guys uh, have yeah. anything else Let's to say. The draft. Wait, can All I right. can I take a piss real quick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for yeah. it. What is Didn't you pee right before the show started? Oh, he's already gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, he asked your question. He did. Okay. A few moments later. All right. All right. On to the All draft. Right. On to this year's draft. I'm just going to go over some notable picks in the first round. The Bengals surprised nobody by taking uh, Joe Burrow, number one overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington took Chase Young, which is a pretty good move, I feel like. Um, and then you had Detroit taking Jeff Okuda, and then it gets off the rails a little bit here. Um, the Giants took Andrew Thomas, who was like the eighth-ranked offensive lineman in the in the draft, and they took him fourth overall. That was that was the most giant thing to fucking happen. Yeah, they did the same thing with Daniel Jones, yeah. and it kind of worked out. Yeah, so. but like they could have taken Jones in the second round. Yeah, for sure. So I I don't know what the Giants are doing. I don't even think the Giants know what Giants. they're doing. Yeah, but I'm they're... okay with it. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, Danny Dimes is going to have a decent year, I think. Yeah. So, uh, fifth overall was uh, again to no surprise. Uh, the Miami Dolphins took Tua Tungavailoa. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had that locked in like yeah after the last trap. Yeah. When it, yeah, when it was leading up to it and people were saying like, I don't know, they could take Joe Burrow, they could trade up. And I was like, the Dolphins literally explicitly said a year and a half ago, we want to, uh, we're going to tank. Yeah, that was before <laughs> he got injured. Yeah, they uh, were always going to take Tua. Uh, yeah. The Chargers took Justin Herbert, which is a polarizing move. Yeah. So if you're like, Jesse, I think he's going to be good. So people I also f- think he's going to, he's a project i think it's i don't know i'm split between them i think he's good but like the, the oregon qb stigma is yeah is there because you know, when, when yeah, was the last project when was the last great oregon qb i'm pretty sure it was dan fouts who actually played for the chargers yeah. no i mean he wasn't great but mariota mm-hmm Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fouts is definitely the last like great Oregon QB. Yeah. Though, if I'm right about yeah. that, I'm pretty sure he is. Mm-hmm. Um, other notable ones you have. Let's see. Tampa took Tristan Wirfs, an offensive tackle to keep old ass mm-hmm. Tom Brady safe. You have my favorite draft pick from the first round, Justin Jefferson. The Vikings. 
I wonder why that one's your favorite. Uh, I would like to give my shout out to the Cowboys and their draft pick of CD Lamb. Oh yeah, yeah. stacking oh, up that wide receiver core. Dude, Dak has all of the weapons in the world. There's no excuse for that team to oh. underperform this year. Oh, uh, imagine but, if they miss the playoffs again. I'm, yeah. I'm ready for it. My body is ready. <laughs> that team has no reason to not be a first round buy. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So the only thing which I'll get, the, I'll actually, I'll, I'll delve into this more later, but the only thing that concerns me about it is Mike McCarthy, because McCarthy had a history of not using his talent very well in green Bay. That's a good point. So, you need to wait there. And Rogers like half his career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably one of my favorite na- or potential nicknames in the first round is Denver's wide receiver, Jerry Judy that they drafted 15th overall. Yeah. Cause he can become judge Judy. It would be better if he was like a defensive end, because then he could be like, I mean, Judge Judy would be the perfect fucking nickname for somebody who just demolishes quarterbacks. Uh, I'll just take that's them all to court. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's some of the highlights of the first round. Oh, uh, actually, no, we forgot one important one. Is uh the Green Bay Packers taking Jordan Love, twenty sixth overall quarterback? Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Making Packers fans shake a little. Yeah. yeah. the th- That is probably my favorite thing, is the two best parts of the Packers last season were their quarterback and their running game. And in their first two picks, they took a quarterback and a running back. And not a receiver, which they needed yeah. badly. <laughs> that was a, kind of a three-head move. Yeah. yeah it was not, not smart. Definite smooth brain. Yep, that is correct. So that's some of the highlights of the draft. Um, it's been a while. Everybody's fucking talked about the draft, so I don't think yeah. we're going to delve too much into it. Yeah. Um, so let's Something go before into... We, before oh, we sorry, have... what was that, Jesse? One pick that I forgot the Vikings got. We got Nick Stanley from Iowa in the seventh okay. round. Sure, he'll be like our third string all season, but he's there. Also, uh, yeah. I feel like the Bills got a steal and... AJ, uh, and uh, I don't know how to say his name, but he was in the second round and he was a defensive fan from Iowa. And yeah, shout out to the Bills, uh, picking up Tyler Bass for yeah, uh, big ass bass, <laughs> yeah, big ass bass, big uh, ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see, even though he's just even though he's a kicker, I, I can't wait. To see. He's gonna be okay. our starting kicker because we, yeah. uh, Got rid of what's his dick? Uh, who's screwing I can't. Yeah, I don't know how name. to say his name. Words are hard. Okay? He's been, but the dude they did have was there for a couple of years. So, I mean, yeah. is, it, is it the Bills or the Browns that had the punter with no chin? I don't know. <laughs> um, but we released that. our punter too. Oh. It was one of them. He was like this super scrawny dude with no chin and like a gross ass mustache. <laughs> I think it was the Brown. Oh no, it was the Bills. Oh, it was boy. Corey. No, no, it's not him. Never mind. Maybe it was the Browns. I'll get back to you on this one. Yeah, whatever. No, that's not it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Matthew, put it up on screen. Um, let's move into the other major change of this season. That's uh, the good old Washington football team. Oh, yes. The Washington Washingtons. <laughs> so, absolutely. I, my que- yeah, my question is, do you think they'll change it again? So part of me thinks like the logical side is like, yeah, they'll come up with an actual team name. But part of me is also like, what if Dan Snyder just says, fuck it. 
<laughs> I want Team Chaos. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like for like this season, they just go, you know what? Fuck it. it just, oh, yeah. This oh, season, yeah. They're, they're just the football team. Yeah, it so. just sounds like a recreational football team. Like, oh, yeah. Against, yeah. Like, yeah that's, what, that's what Washington is, though. Yeah, they are, <laughs> they are going to be awful this year. Oh, oh but. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of, I think I talked about this before, but when the CFL was expanding into the U.S., and they put a team in Baltimore because the Colts had left, and they're like, "We're gonna call our team the Colts." And the NFL is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So for their first <laughs> season, I shit you not, they were the Baltimore CFL team, also known as the Baltimore <laughs> CFLers. <laughs> so, I had no CFLers. Wow. Yeah, and then they changed their name to the Stallions, and then won a Grey Cup. So, mm. yeah, great. So, I, it's an improvement over the Redskins. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the retro look they're going with the numbers on the helmets. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's a little um, that, that I'll give them that. Yeah. So I don't blame them for just going to the, the football yeah. team for this season. So, yeah, it's it's good not having a slur as their yeah. uh, thing. It's pretty nice. So, yeah, we'll see what they do next year. But yeah, you, Washington. I'm, I'm going I'm hoping they go with Warriors. Yeah, Warriors is like the obvious one. I like Red Tails, too. Right too, yeah, cool. pretty good. The the obvious change for them to be would do be the Warriors and then change to their their alternate logo that's the arrow with the two feathers oh, hanging off of it. Yeah. So that logo I would, I would love that. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. So, speaking of teams changing up their looks though, uh we've had a wave of uniform changes this season too, which I'm excited about. I think about. there were seven uniform changes yep, over there. The um the I don't know if it was the first chronologically that happened, but probably the least jarring one was the Colts. Had a new patch to their uniform, changed up their yep. number font, which I really like. Uh, I think the Colts did a really good job with theirs. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta changed up their things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then the Falcons did. <laughs> On the more yeah. interesting side of things. Are, um, all I gotta say is uh, there's this this one jersey that um, is is such an eyesore and such a disgrace to God's uh, earth, and that's the gradient. Dude, Who the, uh, the fuck thought that was a good idea? The thing that cracks me up about the gradient the most is because so it's a red to black gradient and then the yeah. pants are black. So it looks like they have their pants hiked up to their fucking belly button. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bad. Oh, I hate it so much. Yeah, yeah overall uniforms. Get with it. The other bad one, uh, the LA Rams. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. And they, they, had a logo, they had a logo change as well. The, the most hilarious thing about the Rams changing their logo yeah. is the stadium they're moving into was literally designed to look like their old logo. And then as, this is the season they move into that stadium and then they change their logo so the stadium doesn't look like it anymore. About to break that. <laughs> that is the fucking stupidest thing ever and also their away uniforms that off white is just oh. bad oh, and, oh yeah the white and then there's that gradient on the on the numbers on their yeah, yeah, on, the blue, on the blue unis they have the yellow to white oh it's and they're just so bad gradients on jerseys shouldn't be a thing there is like good there, I can't really think of a, an objectively good uniform that has yeah. a gradient on it. Ugh, it is. What, you don't like the Jaguars mustard yellow and black? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing reminds me of gold like the fucking 
uh, Jaguars. You know what's the like funniest thing about that uniform? The worst thing about the worst thing about the off unis is the the Los Angeles Rams patch that is normal white. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh God, I hate that so much. On the on the off white jersey, and it just looks bad. It yeah. takes Los Angeles and just put it, make it a jersey, and that's Los Angeles. Yeah. It's, oh oh God. God. Um. Shit, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> oh, what I was gonna say when you were mentioning the Jaguars gradient one, the oh, the yeah. funniest thing about that uniform is the helmet. You know, fades from matte black to to yeah. gold, and they said it was yep. to symbolize a jaguar seeping out of the shadows. And it's like, shouldn't it be the other way around then? Because the shadow would be what it's coming out of, so it's going the gradient's yeah. the wrong way. <laughs> so. God, I hated that. Transition to one of the better uniform changes, the Browns. Oh yeah, the Browns did a great job with theirs. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about that. I love the classic Browns uniforms. Yeah, um, they, it's yeah. it's a popular thing to shit on a brown uniform, but I was like, it works. So yeah, I did all right. it. It's all right. It surprisingly works, considering it's orange, white, and brown. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird, but yeah, yeah, uh, I dig it. I'm glad one, they went back to those. So yeah, another one is the Patriots. Uh, it's, it's a, yeah. <laughs> I have mixed feelings on yeah. the uniform swap. They're just kind of lines. And- the thing I dislike about it the most is the fact that they changed it. They they went to the color rush, which is navy blue with red and white stripes. Yeah. But then they wear a silver helmet. Yeah. And there's no silver on the entire jersey. Yeah. So the helmet like doesn't match. It reminds me a lot of when the 49ers back in the 90s were those throwbacks with the white pants. Yeah. So like the jersey and pants combo is red, black, and white, and they had a metallic gold helmet that didn't match anything. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. So, Still like another, 49er jerseys, but yeah. And another team that had a a plethora of unis is uh, the Chargers. Um, oh yeah. They the Chargers the lineup. Oh, this is so good. The new era of the Chargers. The Chargers are absolutely beautiful. I oh, yeah. love that so much. There is not a miss on those things. Oh no, and those navy blue. Oh man. Oh yeah, the only Chargers did a fantastic find, job. Only thing I find a little weird is like the 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 blue jersey with like the yellow pants, but like that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I like how I like how like the the middle blue, like the just regular blue, is yeah. like is like the Rams one from earlier, but without yeah. the gradient number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh. Just it so is cool. funny that both LA teams are now blue and yellow playing in the same stadium. Yeah. It's going to look like an inner squad match when they play. Yeah, each your other. fans are going to show up and like, am I at the right game? Yeah. <laughs> and it'll actually look like the Chargers have fans now, though, when all the Rams yeah. fans show up. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and I say that as Grant. San Diego. Yeah. And then finally, the Buccaneers uh, pulled a Browns and went back to their old uniform designs. And I'm a, I'm a big fan thank, of those too. Yeah, they're a lot better. Yeah. I love those 2000s bucks with the, the pewter yeah. helmet and pants. The only thing that bumps me out about it is Nike, for some reason, is unable to make pants that have like a reflective metallic finish on them. So their pants mm-hmm. just look great. Yeah. When they should be pewter. Yeah. I mean, it's, at least it's better than the digital. Font that they use on yeah, this. Yeah, uh, here. 
They Why? they always said it was supposed to look like a sword, but it just ended up looking like an alarm. What clock. type of fucking sword? sword? What? Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and how the fuck? Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I see a digital clock. Exactly. Me- <sighs> wow. I. Okay. All right. <laughs> My brain hurts from that. So yeah, that's the uh, roundup on the uh, uniforms. The Browns, Bucks, and uh, Chargers nailed it. The uh... oh, and the Colts. Forgot about them for a second. Everyone Patriots. Else. Eh. And then the uh, char or the uh, Rams and Falcons. Uh, big thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two thumbs down for those. Yep. Yep. So that's that. Uh, I want to do a little round table, though, um, since we hinted at this before. Let's talk about what we think of our teams going into this season. We didn't really touch on coaching changes or anything like that, but we'll keep it yeah. basically restricted to what our teams are doing. So we'll start with Garrett. Uh, what do you think about the Jaguars this year? Oh, you put the worst for first. So in this scenario... <laughs> Uh, we, we touched a lot on this earlier, but they gave away two great defensive players, and they did try to make up for it in the draft uh, with C.J. Henderson being their uh, cornerback pick uh, in the first round. They also got a linebacker in the first round, which, which they had a solid draft. So I'm interested to see how those rookies do. But we have a big question mark at quarterback with Gardner Minshew. He has that Minshew magic, but we have a rough schedule this year. Um I could see them going as bad as one and fifteen, and as good as six and ten. I mean, as a Jaguars fan, you can only hope for so much. But um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot going for the Jaguars going into this season. But um, one of the things that we'll have to look at um, for the Jaguars is their coaching situation with Doug Marone. Uh, this will be really the make or break season for him, I believe, uh, to see if he gets to keep his job. Yeah, Doug Marone is a bizarre case because he took over for um, I can't even remember the name of the guy he replaced at the moment and like immediately turned that team around. Because I remember in 2016, everybody's saying they're like, if this Jaguars defense can turn around, like they can be a good team. And then they put together like one of the best single season defenses we've ever seen. And everybody was like, holy shit, Doug Marone, he's awesome. He's doing it. And then literally within a year, everybody hated him and wanted him fired. Yeah, I'll give him credit. He turned around a team and gave them their best record in 10 years and won a division and almost beat the Patriots in the divi- uh, in the conference game. So And almost went to the Super Bowl with Blake Bortles, as we said earlier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they definitely uh, – Maroon's got to figure things out this season. He, he's going to get to boot. Yep, now that Tom Coughlin's gone, he's basically – Oh, yeah, it, and that's it, why they're like, giving him this opportunity. If you're still not winning, you're clearly the common denominator in all of this. That said, uh, I love Gardner Minshew. That was a hell of a find. Um, I don't yeah. think anybody predicted him to come out of nowhere and immediately be a starter caliber quarterback. Yeah. Like e- even despite how bad the Jaguars were for stretches of last year, like Gardner Minshew had a legit good season. Yeah, he was the one that won all. I think he won all six games that they had. I think in so, the yeah. Home. I don't think yeah, Nick Foles won a single start. Foles didn't win the first week because obviously the injury. And when he came back, he he he's the reason why the Jaguars had gave up the most points in a five game stretch last yeah. season. Is because uh, when he came back, they brought him back too quickly, and he gave up a lot of unfortunate plays. So yep, yep. So not looking great for them. But uh, let's go to uh, Jesse with a playoff team last season. What are you thinking about the Vikings this year? 
Um, I feel we'll probably again be a wild card team like we have been the past few years. Well, except for 2018. Um, Kirk has been doing good for us. It's not the greatest quarterback in the in the league, anywhere near it. Uh, we need to drop him soon before we tank. But I think we'll have a good season. I can see us being a wild card, maybe nine, seven, ten, six. That's about it, though. I don't see us doing anything else. Yeah, that seems realistic because they've shed a lot of defensive talent during the uh, the off season, and I just don't yeah. really know what to think of them. And it's like I'm glad Kirk Cousins was able to kind of go on a playoff run last season and and prove some people wrong. But I was like, I. I just don't know if Kirk Cousins is the answer. Yeah, especially after 2017, what Case did for us, yeah. and then right, like just immediately turning around and dropping him for Kirk was not a smart decision. Yeah, but we do have yeah. Zimmer again, which I love Mike Zimmer, one of our best best coaches in a while. I'd say Zimmer's a great coach. I like him a lot. He's one of those dudes that was brought up through the Cowboys system that they missed out on and I'm bummed out about. <laughs> so. yeah. and Jack, what have... do you think? Oh, go ahead, sorry. Weirdly tough schedule with the AFC South and the NFC West. I believe. Yeah, they... are two, um, yeah that one's kind of tricky. Because the NFC West is stacked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Jack, what do you think about the Bills coming into the season? Bills are going to be solid. Bills are going to be a good team. I think we're going to win our division. Um, have we done? Uh, we got picks, <laughs> as we talked about. Um, you know, we needed that a lot because all of our receivers were dropping shit bricks for hands um our schedule uh we have to face 49ers and cardinals that's and the seahawks which is gonna be pretty difficult i'd say um but other than that it's a relatively okay schedule um i think we're gonna i think we're gonna sweep the jets and the dolphins and then lose one to the patriots and i think we're gonna finish like 12 wins. I think uh, I had exactly what you said for the, the Bills this season was a sweep against them and then one on one against the Pats. Yeah, I think um, what I was going to say uh, the only issues I think is here is Josh Allen's accuracy, which is, you know, was kind of a big deal last season, but I think he's worked on it a lot uh, over the pa- over that off season and he's done a bit of improvement. So I think he's going to be extremely good this year. And uh, our uh, offensive coach is kind of a mongoloid. But, (laughs) yeah. It's the best way to put it. I I expect good things out of the Bills this season. Yeah. They should at least win a playoff game. Yep, I'm hoping on that. Um, And like we were saying about Josh Allen, like he's inaccurate sometimes, but he does enough good things to... Yeah. Offset that. So. Also, we have a big ass uh, bass. Yeah, and so that's yeah. gonna be a great, uh, great cooker. Not kicker. to mention that. Man, I hope he cooks. Solid yeah. Defense. 
Oh, yeah, of course. The defense, I don't even need to talk about it because of how good it is. The Bills' defense is really interesting because they're not flashy or anything. They're just so, like, just well-built, just traditionally stingy, good defense. Yeah. It's... mm, They're just a well-oiled machine when they're on defense. If we get that offense kicking, it's going to be... Oof. Yeah, if they can consistently score more than 20 points a game, they're going to be yeah. a force to be reckoned with. True. All right. Uh, so we're expecting good things from the Bills, and now let's transition to my team. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us about your team. Yeah. The Cowboys... First off, I, I want to mention that I'm a Cowboys fan because my dad indoctrinated me as a kid. I'd say I probably root for the Browns more because I'm stupid, but the Cowboys, like, through and through are the team that I that I just like instinctively root for. Um, I think Dak Prescott's good. I don't know if he's great, but I think he, he has all of the talent that he needs to be a good quarterback. You know, I shit on Dak a lot because I like fucking with Cowboys fans, but he's not terrible. He's a good. Oh yeah. Dak is just, he's getting what Tony Romo got during the, Because now that Tony Romo's retired, everybody looks at him because he's a future Hall of Famer and he was fucking great. And he was. The problem was he was the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. He was the yeah. quarterback of he was the face of the biggest team in America. Yeah. So you're going to be held up to yeah. those standards. Well, that team and uh, he didn't really make it to the playoffs all that much. And, yeah. 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 Was- he, he spent his career playing with a horrible defense and True. then like Every time they got to the playoffs, it was usually because they ha- actually had a good running game for once. Yeah. Romo balled the fuck out a lot of the time. But yeah, I miss yeah. Tony Romo. I just, I, yeah. to get on a quick tangent, when, when Romo got replaced, I was hoping he would go to the Broncos or something. Cause Romo with that Super Bowl winning Broncos defense on the other side, they would have been fucking unstoppable. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yeah, there's, I mean, Everybody shits on him, but there's 20 teams in the league that would love to have Dak Prescott on their team. You've got Ezekiel Elliott, who's one of the best running backs in the league. You have a pretty damn good uh, receiver core with Amari Cooper leading the way. I still miss Colby. And then you have, on paper, a really good defense, too. And you have a Super Bowl winning coach in Mike McCarthy. If they don't win it. I said it it before we started filming. Um, if the Cowboys are not a first round buy, it's a disappointing season. Oh, if yeah. the Cowboys if- do not get to the NFC championship this year, it's a disappointment. Oh yeah. Totally. There's no reason why they shouldn't because you look yeah. at the Eagles are a really well coached, good mm-hmm. team, but they have injury problems. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson Wentz and the, the receiving core cannot stay healthy. The giants are painted glass. Yeah, the Giants are a clown show, and Washington is a tire fire. There's no yeah. reason the Cowboys shouldn't win the division. There yeah. really isn't. It's so. There's no reason they shouldn't win 11 or 12 games. There's no reason they shouldn't have a first-round bye, and there's no reason they shouldn't be in the NFC Championship. It's just that simple. So, yeah, I agree with that. As um, a, like the Cowboys, they better be in an NFC Championship game. Yeah. Yep. And to kind of alley-oop off that, uh, a team that I know I'm at least interested in. I don't know if anybody else is, but if we're going to talk about the Browns, okay. let's sweep 2019 under the rug and just forget about it. <laughs> because right. the thing that gets yeah. lost in all that is it's like, 
it's still an improvement over, over where they've been. True. So we don't want to take it like the 2019 offseason though, where we overhyped it. Oh Let's no, absolutely. I, my, I'm not. All I'm expecting out of the Browns is nine wins. That's all. Because mm-hmm. when you have, you've got Baker Mayfield, you've got Odell Beckham Jr., you've got Jarvis Landry, you've got Austin Hooper, you've got uh, Nick Chubb, you've got Kareem Hunt, and you have Miles Garrett's coming back. You've got um, Larry Ogunjobi. You've got Denzel Ward, who's an awesome corner. That's a stacked team. They had problems with injuries last year on their defense. They had major problems with offensive execution. Um, Some problems with combat smashing, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, Miles Garrett tried to kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, so, and Baker's not free from the criticism. I don't blame him entirely for it. He didn't play well. He threw the ball to the wrong team a lot. But he also yeah. had an off- He had a coach and an offense that was not structured around their strengths. Yep. Baker's really accurate in quick, short passing throws. He's, you know, just put the dude in a system that works because ba- he does. It's a lot like Josh Allen. He does enough good things to offset his faults as a quarterback. Yeah. So because that team fucking like will go to fucking war for Baker Mayfield, just like the bills will fucking die on whatever Hill they are defending Josh Allen. Yes, sir. You, you have your franchise quarterback for the first time since Bernie Kosar. Don't (laughs) fucking waste it. Oh man. All right. So yeah, so that's individual teams. Um, we all filled out before a couple, like a month or two ago. Uh, the playoff predictor, like I said, this was before Cam Newton joined the Patriots. So some of these predictions you might have to take with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. Do you guys have your guys or do you guys have yours open? Uh, I got to log into my account. Okay. I don't remember mine. Uh, I don't, so. Well, we've got all the links in the we have the channel for them in here. So, yeah, unfortunately, since. Are we just going to talk about playoffs? Or? I, I was just going to go division by division. We okay. can, yeah, and then yeah. I opened up my playoff predictor. It kind of randomizes the link. Does it? Well, you just have, if you just have the grid. I have my playoff grid still. Okay. I yeah. Just base it off of that. Yeah. Well, there should be a link at the bottom of the playoff grid that says view. Full it doesn't standard. work. It doesn't it work. work. No. Really? Mine works. Yeah, it, weird. It, was a, it looked up a different one for yeah. me. The fuck yeah, out. I ended up oh, with the Browns and the Giants, so apparently that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got the Jets winning the Super Bowl somehow. Uh, it was like my random one, but I guess mine's the only one that worked. Okay, yeah, well, I'll just go through mine and then we'll talk about our playoff predictions. So. We're not logged in. Yeah, and I got yeah. my. We got the grids, but I mean, like for the playoffs. But... Okay, well, I'll just go through my standings and then we can talk about the playoffs. So for what I predicted, uh, I had the in the AFC North, I had the uh, Ravens at twelve and four. Steelers at ten and six, Browns at nine and seven, and even though they got Joe Burrow, the Bengals at four and twelve. I think there's too many holes in that team for them to overcome that. Um, in the South, I had the Titans at twelve and four, and the Colts at eleven and five. The Texans falling to eight and eight, and Garrett, your Jacksonville Jaguars at three and thirteen. Hey, uh, in the AFC East, uh, again take this with a grain of salt. I had the Bills at eleven and five. Patriots at seven and nine, the Dolphins at five, ten, and one, and the Jets at five and eleven. I would say that seven and nine was before Cam Newton was. Yeah, 
Yeah. You can tack on like three or four extra wins onto that at minimum. Yeah. And then in the AFC West, I had the Chiefs at 13 and three, the Raiders at eight and eight, the Chargers at five and 11 and the Broncos at four and 12. And what's funny about this is I don't even think the Chargers or Broncos are that bad. But when I was filling out the chart, I was like, you know, you go game by game. And then halfway through, I was like, why are the Chargers like one and eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that happened with a few teams where they ended up being worse than I thought they were going to be. So. So, yeah. Um, yep. In the NFC North, I have the Vikings at 10 and 6, the Packers at 9 and 7, the Detroit Lions at 7 and 9, and the Bears at 5 and 11. In the South, I had the Bucks at 12 and 4, the Saints at 12 and 4, Panthers at 6 and 10, and the Falcons at 3 and 13. Uh, in, the AFC, in the NFC East, because I'm a realist, I had the Cowboys at 10 and 6. The Eagles at nine and seven, the Giants at three and thirteen, and this was mostly out of spite. But Washington at zero and sixteen. Oh, I had the same for Washington. <laughs> I think we all did, to be honest. That team is going to be absolutely awful. Yeah. We all you know. Them- I, feel like, I feel like in my grid, I gave them the benefit of the doubt for what? one. Did you give them like one? You gave them one because I feel like I feel like with them and the Giants, it always comes down to like a forty-two to forty-one game. Oh, yeah. And and those games get like out of hand scoring wise. So yeah, I feel like they might get one yeah. there, but besides that, no. Fuck, I gotta get my pizza real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's pizza <laughs> time. <laughs> I better have one division to go. <laughs> well, while he's doing that, to round it off, I have the 49ers at 14 and 2, Seahawks at 12 and 4, Rams at 9 and 7, and the Cardinals at 7, 8, and 1. So yes, I predicted a Cardinals Dolphins tie. So I think the shocking part about that one in the uh, with the West is I'm shocked the Rams aren't the lowest, and I'm shocked the Cardinals aren't higher. Yeah, it it's one of those things where it's like in my head I think they're better, but on paper, like when I do them week by week, I'm just like, no, they'll probably lose this one and that one. Oh no, they'll win. No, they're gonna lose that one again. They came out like that. If so. I play their their division rivals, it's like Niners and Seahawks are so damn good. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is there's a lot of really good teams at the top of the NFC. So, mm-hmm. and then that ended up with my playoff teams being. Uh, let me bring up that real quick. Um, the seeding in the division winners and the the AFC. You had the Chiefs will be the number one seed, the Titans the number two seed. Ravens number three and Bills number four with the Colts, Steelers, and Browns taking the three wild card spots with the uh Texans, Patriots, and Raiders just barely missing out. And then in the NFC, I had the 49ers as the number one seed, uh Bucks at number two, winning that tiebreaker with the Saints. Then you had the uh Vikings at number three, Cowboys at four, and then your three wild card teams being the Saints, the Seahawks, and the Eagles. And then playoff grid wise ended up being I'll just I'll skip the first couple rounds. AFC title game, Chiefs Ravens, and then the NFC title game, Saints 49ers and pretty much all the playoff games. I just decided with coin flips because I really couldn't pick. (laughs) Um, So I ended up with the Ravens being AFC champions, 49ers being NFC champions. We get a 2012 rematch, but the and the Ravens come out on top again. So. Oh, all right. So, yeah. What are you guys fans? All right. Well, I guess since I'm already talking, I'll go with. I had with the AFC, I had the Chiefs number one seed. I think we all do. 
Uh, the Ravens, number two. Titans, number three. Dolphins, number four. Oh. The wildcard teams being the Steelers, Colts, and Chargers. Yeah, the Dolphins winning the AFC East. I sure did. This was the that season, so I, you know, oh. yeah, I think they won the division at like nine and seven. But with the NFC, I have the Saints at number one, Seahawks number two, Cowboys number three, Vikings were number four. That might be a little biased. And then the wildcard teams being the 49ers, the Packers, and the Cardinals. I can see that. The AFC title game would be the Chiefs-Ravens again, with the NFC title game being a worst nightmare of the Viking Saints. <laughs> Chiefs-Saints with the Saints coming out on top. All right, there you go. I can see that happening. All right, all right. Uh, I'll go next. Um, for me, I have the Chiefs as number one. Uh, Ravens as number two. The Bills as three. Titans, four. Um, Browns is five, Texans six, and Raiders seven. For the NFC, I have the 49ers first, uh, Saints second, Vikings third, uh, Eagles fourth, Seahawks fifth, Buccaneers sixth, and the Cowboys seventh. Um, for round one of the AFC thing, uh, I have the Browns beating the Titans. The Raiders uh, losing to the Ravens, uh, Texans losing to the Bills. I have the Chiefs beating the Browns in the second round, or or the non, whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> divisional round. Yeah, divisional. Uh, Ravens lose to the Bills. Uh, and then I have the Chiefs versus the Bills. And Chiefs beat them, and then Chiefs go to the. I have the Cowboys versus the Saints in the first round. Saints beat them. Uh, Vikings versus Bucks. Vikings beat them. Seahawks versus the Eagles. Seahawks beat them. Uh, Saints beat the Vikings. Uh, 49ers beat the Seahawks. And then Saints beat the 49ers. And then I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Another Chiefs. Yeah, I think we had the exact wow. same NFC teams on our brackets, wow. just in different order. Huh. Did you have the Packers in? No, I didn't have the Packers. Okay, so yeah, I think we did have the same. I order. don't have faith in the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> After their offseason, I don't have faith in them either. Yeah. And to wrap it out, or wrap us up, Garrett, what's your playoff grid look like? All right, so my AFC is going to look like most years, so I'm going to start off with that. I think the Chiefs will obviously win the West and take the one seed. The Ravens, they'll win their division, take the two seed. I think the Bills are going to get the, uh, the North in the third seed, and I think the Titans will win the South as the fourth seed. My three wild cards being, in order, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Raiders. Um, and the two that make it to the conference game is the Chiefs and the Ravens, obviously. And then the Ravens advancing to the Super Bowl, getting their shot. Here is where things get trippy on my end of the bracket. The NFC. Spicy. So for my one seed, I have the Saints winning their division. No surprise there. Seahawks at the two seed. Um, no surprise there. Um, the Cowboys are going to somehow get things together and make their way to the three seed. I Packers are going to yeah, have, have a little faith, but I mean, they'll yeah. get it. Packers will win um, their division and be the fourth seed. 
Now, here's where it gets a little trippy. My wild cards in order are the Rams, the Eagles, wow. and the Buccaneers. Those are all very bold. Wow. Okay. All the Rams. Yeah. The Rams is a wild Rams. card because I believe that division will get really crazy and you're going to have a lot of close games. I feel like the Rams are just going to be right there at n- like 9-7 and seven and they're going to take it. Well, the shocking part is no Niners on that one. Yeah, that was yeah, the thing that immediately uh, jumped out to me. Yeah, the Niners that's... are not on my playoff grid. Uh, okay. I feel like I feel like they find a way to lose games against the Cardinals, uh, the Seahawks, and then that's four games by itself. Um, lose one of the Rams, and then you got other people on the schedule they definitely can lose games to as well, like the Ravens. So, um, yeah, that's that so really go- game, yeah. Yeah, so going to the conference game, it's Cowboys and the Packers were my two picks. I think the Saints will find a way to lose their first playoff game, as always. Um, so to be Cowboys-Packers, and I think the Cowboys, with the the coach from the old coach from the Packers, will advance to the Super Bowl. And I think the Ravens will come out on top of the Super Bowl versus the Cowboys. All That's right. interesting matchup. I... <laughs> wow. That's a lot to take in. Yeah, there's a lot Packers, to take in. Packers. That is really bold. That's a lot of faith in both of those teams. That's yeah, but a lot that's of the thing. It's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Playoffs. 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 <laughs> I I don't We're talking about playoffs. I like, okay, I like the Cowboys there. The, Packers? the Cowboys yeah. have a lot of potential. That's, I feel yeah. like that in, in my bracket, I have them going against the Seahawks to advance to the, the conference game. And I feel like the Seahawks, they always have some way to get injuries onto their lineup, and they're going to lose a couple players, um, some key ones. Like, I mean, so we didn't talk, I, I didn't mention my first, my divisional round. Mine were Vikings, Packers, Cardinals, Saints. So Seahawks, Cowboys, Niners are all gone, which are some pretty big, because I feel like the Cardinals, Seahawks would be a very good divisional round, like divisional rivalry team. Game. And then Vikings, Niners, Redemption for last year, them beating us in the divisional round. Oh yeah, Packers beating the Cowboys. I feel like that would be the game the Cowboys just choke because it's the Cowboys. Yeah, valid. Yeah, yeah, and my and I I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like the Forty ers will be the Patriots of last season, where they're gonna be really focused. Their defense is gonna be the key of their team. Yeah, well, that and also losing a Super Bowl does things to your players psychologically. Mm -hmm. So, and we've seen how teams like the Falcons and the and the the Falcons, Panthers, Seahawks, all three of them look primed to become dynasties. They lose the Super Bowl, and then none of them have been close yeah, since. True, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I yeah. think it. Yeah, th- that's the thing. That's like I have confidence that the 49ers are good enough to make it back, but how haunted is Kyle Shanahan going to be by that? That's true. The fact that I mean, he's, he's basically about- blown a second Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't think it can be. I don't think it is as bad as you know twenty eight to three though. Oh yeah, I yeah, think no, it, Shanahan it wasn't as bad as that. Bounce back. Yeah. Um, the thing I'm really looking forward to though is I'm plan. the The plan is we'll do this every week and we'll do like our our weekly picks or whatever, and I'll keep track of that. And I'm looking forward to seeing how our weekly picks change week by oh, week yeah. so it's like oh yeah i've picked the 49ers to win 14 games but i'm like what happens if we get to week five and they're off to a slow start and i'm like actually yeah they're gonna go like eight and eight. Oh, well, we get to <laughs> yeah. week five and yeah. maybe they're off injured 
Yeah, it'll be funny to compare how I picked every week versus how I picked in preseason. Yeah, and that's the thing is if you lose big players early on, like we saw last year, we could change the whole perspective of a team. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, you could lose like Patrick Mahomes from the uh, like he had injury season. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. could lose big players like that early on in a season. That could shape up things to be very interesting for certain divisions. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mahomes gets hurt. That entire yeah. division opens up. Well, that's, we, we all picked the Saints to be pretty damn good yeah. this year. Yeah. It's going to immediately just go and get injured in week one. Yeah. So, we anything have, could change. It's going to be a weird season. And I think the other thing that's going to be really interesting to watch is because there's only one team that gets a first round by now. The yeah. late season games are going to matter even more now. Oh yeah. Uh, we should uh, talk about who should, who will be the MVP this season. It's a good one. Um, yeah. I, I have a pick already. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I was going with that. I was going with Mahomes this season. It's yeah. It's hard to go against Mahomes. Yeah. Do you want me to throw a wild card in there? Go for it. We've talked card. about him a couple times. Go for it. I don't have this team on my playoff grid, so this will go against what I've had okay. set in stone so far. Kyle, I've talked about second years. Kyler Murray breaks out in his second year because he's, we talked about his receiving core yeah. earlier. Um, oh, he, he's I... got some. He's got some potential, and we saw how Lamar broke out in his second year and made things happen because the first yeah. year was kind of iffy with how he was brought on. His Flacco came off, so. Um, but I really think that Murray could have a shot if he can get things together. I, I could honestly agree. see that. I, yeah, I, I agree think with that. a very solid quarterback. He's a very I good quarterback. Kind of want to pick a defensive player just to be contrarian, but I'm trying Ooh. to think of who I'd pick. pick. Nick Bosa or somebody. Yeah, yeah Nick Bosa. Oh, I I it, it'll be a good battle. Like, and don't mean, like, I'll let Matt think for a minute. I think it'll be a good battle between, like you said, Kyler Murray, Mahomes, and then Lamar Jackson. I feel like that'd be a good mm-hmm. to fight for the MVP. And then Russell Wilson will always find us. Yeah, then yeah, Russell Wilson, guys like Rogers, Brady. Yeah. There. So I've got three dudes because you mentioned them. Um, Nick Bosa. That's a good, a good prediction. Um, this is one that I think will be a big, that could be a major breakout store. But again, I don't actually expect any of these three. I'm just doing this to be contrarian. Uh, Shaq Barrett, the defensive tackle or the defensive end for the Buccaneers who had, who led the league in sacks last season. Imagine how much more impactful he's going to be if he doesn't have to, if you know, he's not sacking the quarterback and forcing a punt and then immediately having going back out there. Cause his quarterback's not throwing an interception. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is probably the most off the wall one. Miles Garrett. That's if he doesn't bash someone in the yeah, head. If Miles Garrett yeah. doesn't try to kill somebody, I don't think this time, no, no, no. What this time he's gonna get suspended for taking off his shoe and just beating someone with it. One with it. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, he's gonna try to slit yeah. somebody's throat with his. You cleat. think a shoe is worse than that? <laughs> no, no, he's gonna no, try no. to slit somebody's throat with a cleat. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I think the yeah. the the only thing holding that back is like MVP is a popularity contest, and I don't think Miles Garrett's very popular with the players of the yeah. NFL right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, I, mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know many of the, I don't really know many of the rookies except for the obvious like big namers. Who wins rookie of the year in each in each conference? Oh, um, offensively, obviously, I'm not going to go offensively. Deep. I think it's between Burrow and Tua. Really? I think. Yeah. I mean, 
What about if we take the non-quarterbacks out of the situation? Is there anybody, or take the quarterbacks out of the situation? Would there be anybody running back or defense, anybody that could be? I mean, depending on how Kirk does, I mean, Justin Jefferson could be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Because uh, well, one of the people I got an eye on is Cam Akers for the Rams, uh, yeah. which yeah. is one of the reasons why I have the Rams on my board, is uh, they are going to probably put him in a role that's going to be similar to what Todd Gurley was. And Gurley went off in his first couple seasons until he fell off last season. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he, Akers could have a chance to shine there with the Rams. I mean. Uh, I guess mine would be, if we're going non-quarterback, uh, since he's paired up with a really good young quarterback in Drew Locke, uh, Judge Jerry Judy. I think he could have a really good rookie season at receiver. So Yeah. And I just like his name. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm gonna go with C D Lamb. Yeah, that's I was just about to C D Lamb. Good one. Yeah. yeah. He's Absolutely. gonna be the DK Metcalf of this season. He's gonna Yeah. I think he's gonna be pretty good. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, do we have anything else to say, you guys? No. Nah. All right, well I think that's a wrap uh, on uh I think I think yeah, the only thing I really have to say is this is a personal opinion. Uh, fuck the Packers. Yeah, fuck the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, fuck the, uh, Red, or sorry, the Washington Washingtons. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, so yeah. what's weird is like I didn't even hate the Packers growing up. Like I was like, oh yeah, they're one of like the old school cool teams. But uh, like as I've gotten to know you guys better, I'm like Aaron Rodgers is kind of a douche. Yeah. <laughs> I've kind of grown to not like him thanks to you guys. Yeah. So. Fuck it. Goddamn cheeseheads! Goddamn. <laughs> Part of me has to like him because my mom's family's from Wisconsin, but yeah. Oh no. So anyway, Wisconsin. The fuck is Wisconsin? Cheese and water parks. <laughs> That's all they've got. Cheese and water Wisconsin parks. Even it exists. Got cheese and beer. That's all they got. Cheese and water parks. I've so. never seen anyone from Wisconsin. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> it's like Wyoming. It doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> I've literally been to both yeah. states. You're just <laughs> fucking brainwashed. You're brainwashed by no. the fucking government. Bunch of liberal propaganda. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking shit. You sheeple. Because it's actually just the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. They what just, the fuck are you talking about? Uh, you might actually, you might have a point. Maybe I just went to Michigan instead. Yeah, yeah that's actually true. Exactly. So. Yeah. Also, why the fuck does Michigan have two like islands? Or two yeah, that is bullshit. That is not fair. Wisconsin, but it's not fair. It's not fair. Why don't you just like? They're both in the U.S. Does it matter? No, because it's Canada. like cut off. Just give it to fucking Canada. Just make it part of Wisconsin. Wisconsin doesn't exist. Oh, that's right. Neither does Wyoming. Make, but God, you make the Michigan Peninsula Wisconsin. Shit, oh, yeah. we just need to cut out like all of that bit and just make it water. Yeah. The Great Lakes just got a whole lot more. Yeah, great. it just got a bit bigger, <laughs> a whole greater. Yeah. Well, we went on a tangent and this. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to end the show. Yeah, <laughs> so too. This All has right. been the first episode of Oof Sides. Uh, God, that's a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> it works so well. Though. It's so perfect, it's so, but it's so. There stupid. should be there should be a segment we do at the beginning of every episode like when the season starts of like when there's a neutral zone infraction oh <laughs> oof so, yeah i'll just get ed hockley but i'll yeah. like calling a penalty but i'll change it up so he's like no it's oof everybody with the center penalties everybody with the center <laughs> <laughs> there you go all right anyway this has been a good episode do you guys uh 
have any social media or anything you want to plug before we go? Femways on Twitter. All right. Um, Good one, Jesse. How about you, Gary? <laughs> Dalton JJ nine on Twitter. All I right. Too. I, um, I honestly don't remember my Twitter handle because it has <laughs> probably an underdash or whatever you call it in there. So I'm I'll gonna... put it on the screen somewhere. Yeah, sure. here. Matt, Matt, Pretty post sure it up here for me. Don't, don't Matthew, if if you're only if this is an audio version one, insert in Garrett's Twitter handle now. Right here. Garrett Boy sixteen. All right. Cool. Nah, it's not that, but you're close. All right. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at msteelman fifty one. I'm Matthew Steelman here with Garrett Sidnor, Jesse Dalton, and Jack Themways Healy. We'll yes. see you next time. Guys. Yeah, we did it. We, po- we podcasted. We did a podcast. Yeah. We performed yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say?